We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. This is... This is... This is... This is... This is... With Giancarlo Nava and Ryan Goins. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Heat Beat Podcast. I'm Giancarlo Navas here with Brian Goins and Harrison. So Brian is finally back after a really long time. So welcome. It's like one episode. No, it's been a few. One episode. Has you guys it? did a draft episode before we did a Hassan Whiteside episode. Oh, so it's only been one. Okay, well, yeah. Well, I <laughs> just I'm always uh, imagining that you're never here. It's like only two episodes. I've never been there. Okay, so now we have Jack and Harrison here. Harrison, what's up? Hey, what's going on? Not much, man. So, uh, okay, I don't even know. There's a lot to get to. So we have the draft. We have Dwayne and, and free agency stuff. I guess I guess we can start with the draft. Um, they, by some um, miracle of of, uh, of a superior being, they have uh, Winslow. So, uh, Harrison, you were super into the draft. Um Explain to people what this guy does well. Um, he's he's like the perfect Heat player in so many ways. Um, I guess first, just defensively, he's rock solid. He can he can guard basically any player one through four. So point guard through uh, power forward, he can guard them. Um, he's he's just super super quick on his feet, and he's able to recover quickly, even if he you know reaches in and makes a mistake and. He's kind of exactly what you were looking for. We all kind of thought we were going with Stanley Johnson, which would have been fine, but um, Winslow's a much better player, much uh, better potential, and his ability to defend and get out on the fast break is kind of everything you'd want from him. His offense will continue to develop, but he shot 41% from three last year and just completely took off in the tournament. I think he shot 57% from three in the six games. So, What's, What's his best skill? 
Um, it's he's he's a lockdown defender. Uh, that, that's th- what he is. He's he's a, he's a three and D guy who can occasionally take you off the dribble. If I'm not mistaken, I saw a stat that opponents against Winslow last year, when they were guarded one on one, shot 21 percent from the field. So um, <laughs> yeah, he's he's exactly what the Heat wanted. I I actually I was believing in divine intervention that night. It was uh, <laughs> it was pretty incredible. Well, Brian, how did you experience that? Because he just kept dropping, and it's like, no, somebody's gonna get him. And, nah, he's not gonna fall. That I mean, I don't know. I was looking through uh, my timeline on Twitter. Um, I turned it off after like the fourth or fifth pick just because I wanted to see the live feed. I didn't want to spoil it for myself. You didn't want Adrian Wojnarowski to spoil it for you? Pretty much. I had to turn off because like, I have notifications set up on my Twitter feed. So anytime he tweets, I get it at the second he tweets it out. So I had to turn it off. Um, but once I saw the TV telecast, um, display to pick live, uh, Definitely flabbergasted. Did you guys? Do you guys experience it this way? Like Woj tweets out the pick, and it's still <laughs> like it's five minutes after, and we're like, Woj already said what you're doing. I don't know what you guys are waiting for. Well, yeah, that, I mean, I think that was the best tweet. Someone wrote something that whether the person wanted to pick that, whether the team wanted to pick that player or not, they had to because Woj already said they. That were was picking me. Them. That was me. Was it you? I, yeah. I saw it from a few people. I was like, what are, you, uh, what, what are you waiting for? Woj already yeah. told you what to do. <laughs> I mean, I, I like doing both. You guys should have, I mean, you guys would have been impressed with my skill set. I had uh, my laptop here typing up things, phone here with my own Twitter looking at stuff, and then uh, I had the draft on, and I was oh. just like, You're- whatever. I had longer to celebrate Winslow to the Heat because I knew, you know, much earlier that he was going to be there, so it worked for me. You were yeah, so picks, much picks. Well, you go ahead. No, uh, you go. Picks, well, picks one through three for me. I was working <laughs> on that new header you saw on that Twitter, um, uh, the Heat Twitter. So, like, picks one through three, I didn't even look at the TV. I was just concentrating on that one. <laughs> you done? Did you get <laughs> yeah. your opinion in? Well, I mean, I just wanted to mention. That. No, I think okay. Yeah, cool. Yeah, no. So if you guys saw that new header on that uh, he beat Miami account, that's that was me. Oh yeah, we got a lot of followers. That was super fun. We uh, yeah, we had great. yeah no, it was awesome. You guys were awesome. Yeah. Um, so yeah. so Winslow falls to the Heat. He's really good. Dang and, ops in. Uh, um, the the second rounder is going to be on the team. Uh, someone tweeted. Is today, that guy going to play? Yeah, I don't know if he's going to play, but they already got his jersey number. He had a press conference. Like he's making the roster. They they have him locked in. They like him also as a. They, they have him locked in. He's going to make. He's going to be there on the bench. Start of train. Start of um. Start of the first day of the season. He's there, man. Um, I don't. I I think the Heat. Uh, we can talk about it a little down the line, but I, I think he's going to be on the roster. I've ne- I don't remember second round Heat picks getting jerseys, getting press conferences. They didn't. Um, they didn't call. Or was Cole the first Mario Chalmers probably. Uh, Cole was a first round pick, yeah, but Chalmers, they. The way Ennis? They, um, no. Ennis, no. Oh, really? It's no. Ennis, um, you know. Even uh, been... Josh Hamilton or Justin Hamilton. Is that guy just Ennis 2.0? Well, he no. He, they're actually. Um, Ennis, Ennis is this athletic freak that he hasn't been. I think sometimes he thinks too much. He just needs to play. He played when, really well the latter half of last season. Yeah, when he when he started to – I think he was thinking so much at the beginning. And when he started to kind of just let it happen, he was so much better. Um, Richardson's pretty interesting. He's a combo guard, maybe a three. But he played a lot of point guard last year at Tennessee because they had injuries. Um, his three came out of nowhere. Like he could never shoot a three, and he was up to 35% from three last year. But they like him for his defense. Um, he was a first-team All-American on defense. And um, it, look, it's a smart move. I know Riley's always been strange with draft picks. You, but you wanted good. a big. 
I'm, yeah, I want a big, but I also think, like, you can get You wanted that big. guy that didn't get drafted. What was his name? Alexander. Cliff Alexander. Yeah, that's the guy you guys wanted, right? I wanted Dakari Johnson or Robert Upshaw made sense, but I guess Upshaw's character concerns kind of dropped him out of the draft. And Johnson. Hart. Brian, <laughs> did you want them to go big there with the second-round pick? or uh, I really wanted to go with Michael Frazier to third. I wanted a shooter. Um, he was probably the best, one of the top three shooters in the draft, and he, didn't even, he went undrafted. And now he's on the Golden State Warriors summer camp, which, of course, <laughs> well, makes well, sense. <laughs> like, they just need more three-point shooting, so. Um, this team? Yeah, I, I really never heard of Josh Richardson until the pick came in. I looked him up. Uh, I heard a Patrick Beverly comparison. Uh, if he can become that, that would be exceptional. The Pitbull point guard. Uh, <laughs> I like Beverly. Too bad they let him go. Is this yeah, team? We drafted him. <laughs> Is this team going to have a problem with, like, lack of shooters unless if they don't get anybody in the offseason? Because that was a problem last year, and I don't really see, other than Winslow, I don't see how that's addressed. I guess Bosch will fix that, right? McRoberts, too. McRoberts. I think McRoberts' three is overstated. I don't think he's – is he that good a shooter from three as far as I remember? He 38% before he got hurt. I'm going to – I was about to search McBob's basketball <laughs> reference. Yeah, I, I think I think one of their um, – I mean, if if we assume everyone comes back, then we're full at the 15 roster spots. That's why I think they're probably going to dump um, Chalmers and Bird. See, I don't like the idea of dumping Bird, man, because he's a very – is he the best backup center in the NBA or at least one of them? That guy is hyper-productive off the bench. Like, I don't know a lot of guys that bring the, the defense and – I mean, at least he's skilled around the basket. He's a good finisher. Um, he, he can move around, and he's fast for his size. Like, I don't... Yeah, I honestly see uh, just the Heat trying to trade Chalmers because we already have an incumbent point guard in Shabazz Napier, and I feel like it would just be right for the Heat just to get rid of the ties with Chalmers and just give more playing time to Napier. Like, Robert shot 42% from three last year. Yeah. Wow, I'm impressed. His former... His, he shot... Um, forty-two percent. Another year with the year that he had with the Lakers. Um, so yeah, I guess he can. I mean, he, he's had on how many attempts per game? Uh, with the Lakers. Well, I guess last year. Last year it is basketball reference is loading funny. Uh, one one attempt a game, which is obviously not a lot. So well, samples. he wasn't even getting that many playing time. I think he had like fifteen minutes a game. So if he gets. What, an extra 10 minutes, maybe two, two attempts? He's only had over uh, one point. Th- he's he's never attempted more than one and a half threes a game except for one year, which was his last year in Charlotte, which he attempted uh, 3.7 threes a game, and he shot 36% that year. I think that's more of who he is. So not a yeah. not a deadly shooter, but a guy who can stretch the floor kind of. And I, th- I think they'll bring in a shooter with – Assuming they trade Chalmers, I think you know because I think a lot of guys can dribble the ball. If they're Who the hell's going to? Why three. do you say that, man? Because Chalmers is really—I don't know why everyone falls in love with him, but he's a very—he hasn't done a lot, you know. Like he's had two really important moments in Heat history, and he didn't have a good year last year. He did not. But he's—I mean, Brian, are you on the Chalmers hate wagon? Look, he's been known to be a catch and shoot guy. Once he became the guy to lead an offense, he pretty much struggled uh, considerably. So I feel like we can definitely replace him with someone else that can be a better catch-and-shoot player off the perimeter. Is it? Because his defense isn't even that great anymore. It used to be better. It used to be better, and that's kind of slipped. His steals used to be, like, he used to get at least three to four steals a game. He was never a good 
he was he was a good on the ball defender. Um, he wasn't yeah. like great help or anything, but I, I thought he was serviceable. And it, it bugs me when people compare Chalmers to Shabazz because we've seen Shabazz for half a season now. We've seen we've seen we've seen Chalmers for seven. Oh, we've I think seen- Sh- I think Shabazz is too small though. I, I don't understand why. I don't understand what they see in him. Uh, they see a guy that really has great court vision, can handle the ball. He didn't shoot. Poor, he didn't shoot terribly last year, and he's um, and he's and we saw him for half a year. Like I, we need to give time to guys to develop, just like. Um, you know, by year three, year four, we kind of saw what Norris Cole was going to be. Nothing great. Uh, Norris, we, actually, I think would have fit well behind Drogic. A guy who could yeah. keep the pace up. No, you don't agree? Man, I'm just like, I was done with Norris Cole because it was basically, we were playing, we were playing, offensively, it was four on five. We had a guy, they'd leave him wide open for three in the corner and he'd, he'd be short on every single shot. And, but, yeah. And so, uh, Napier's. Yeah, if you want to if you want to look at Napier's stats, he shot thirty six percent from three, and he's just going to prove with age. So, yeah. like he mentioned, his development will he's just continue so to raise. small, man. Cole wasn't getting any better. He pretty, what you saw from Cole was the best you're ever going to get from him. He pretty much stopped peaking after this past season. See, Cole, Cole shot thirty seven percent off threes in New Orleans off seventy four attempts, yeah, and he only and he only played twenty eight games. Probably needed to change the scenery, man. But it wasn't happening in Miami. It was he. It was, he played well. I mean, uh, a, a thirty, a thirty, almost a thirty-eight percent shooter on a lot of attempts. Um, yeah, that's good for Norris, man. Yeah, uh, John Carlo, you're optimistic about some guys that are just like, and no, I but see, it's really nice. But uh, <laughs> but we're like we're done. Like Chalmers is out of here. It's gonna happen, especially. No, but if, hold, I, I understand the Chalmers thing. Brian, stop laughing. You're just a little asshole. I agree with Harrison so much more. Yeah, now. I love you. him. We should, we should have more of Harrison. No, on you show. have an ally now. I can't pick yes. on you anymore. Damn it. Uh, but Who's like, Jack, who does Jack side more, Harrison or, or you, Gianni? I don't know. I hate Jack. I hate all his opinions. So that seems like it's Harrison, too. He told me he, wa- he was excited for Summer League, and I told him You're I hated him. You're a one-man show. No, I'm by myself. I'm Some, losing. Summer League's, summer League's going to be fun. I'm excited. I already got all the games recorded on my DVR. You guys are so bad at Summer League. How do you do that? I was looking at that. How do you How do you even do that? Oh, God. Uh, the first game is July. It's NBA TV, July 4th at 9 a.m. They play three games in a row, and then I don't know what – or three days in a row, and I don't know what's, what's – Listen, you can, be, you can be our um, – you and Jack can be the correspondents for Summer League because I don't watch that. And the D-League. <laughs> Oh no, I Jack loves the D League. Yeah, no, I, I don't. Yeah. It's better than college basketball. I'll give him that. I just—it's fun to see these guys play. I mean, not a lot of great stuff is happening, but last year Ennis really proved himself. Um, and you kind of—and then he was bad what... for half the year. Okay, now you're being negative. I can't follow <laughs> you anymore. Hold on. Wait—is is Hassan going to play in the summer league? I think they were floating the idea, but if he does, it'd be a couple games. I it would be so see. stupid. He would just eat those people. Like it would be yeah. awful. He yeah. would just be Will Chamberlain. Yeah, and then I mean, Hassan like, Wiltside. Hassan, the, you can go home. I, I think summer league is to boost people's confidence, and I think with Hassan is you want to kind of knock down the confidence. No, yeah, a little I know. Bit, so, well, yeah, and then what if it goes horribly wrong and he just plays like crap? <laughs> It, it, the guys, he, that would, I don't. That under, would be funny. I don't understand why people think like they're like, oh, if he can repeat, it's like Hassan didn't do anything crazy last year. Like he, uh, in terms of his skill set, he's he's a great shot blocker. He's a great rebounder. Um, he, he seems to have a nice touch around the basket. He's gotten those, better on post ups. Like he visibly things, was better. Those things are only going to get better. It's not like oh, 
he's suddenly going to, you know, we're not going to have a weird Space Jam thing where they steal his powers, you know? Like, that stuff is there. That's not going to leave. The issue with Whiteside was, can we tone this guy down and get him to buy into team basketball and not being crazy? They just need to work on his on him passing out of double teams. That's it. Passing out of double teams. He's also working on his, his ball handling, I heard. He's working with the, um, with, like, I guess... Point Hassan. Point guards and stuff. I don't Point know what Hassan. he's doing, but apparently he wants to work on his ball handling too, and I guess his jump shot's probably improving. He's going to be the Russell Westbrook of centers, <laughs> and I'm so excited. That scares me so much. Just let's work on the passing. We don't need the ball handling. Just passing. He should shoot threes next like Andrew Bynum. Oh, God. <laughs> I have a funny Andrew Bynum story. Go. Go. I once depended on Andrew Bynum to save my fantasy season, and it was the year that he went bowling and hurt himself. <laughs> and every week, the little ESPN said, uh, uh, Andrew Bynum, one week away. And it was always one week away. And then he went bowling, and he ruined me. Yeah. Um, there's, nah. there's a good life lesson there. Trust anything on Andrew Bynum, and you will be thoroughly disappointed. No, yeah, that's what it is. No, yeah. yeah. My friend trusted Derek Rose that year, so it didn't go much better for him. But still, I mean, I trusted Andrew Bynum to stay up. <laughs> Whatever happened to Andrew Bynum? Um, I'm sure he's got he's, – he's probably doing weird hairdo, uh, hairdos in L.A. or something. He has some really <laughs> You think crazy, he lives in L.A.? I don't know. I'm just – that's what I'm assuming. He's like he opened a barbershop or he's just doing weird, weird hairdos out there. The core of that Laker team, that one cha- – like, Odom is, is nowhere. Um <laughs> And and he was in a lot of trouble. And now God knows where Bynum is. Yeah, Artest is, Artest is picking fights at, at pickup games all around the country. Is he doing that? I saw he got into like a huge fight. That's amazing. The, but why would it change? Like the guys, he's the same guy on and off the court. It's it's just going to be worse when there's no you know re, no real ramifications. That Laker team was full of crazy people, and it's crazy to say that Kobe might have been the normal one. <laughs> but that see that's where that's where I think Phil Jackson's a really good coach is because because of his ability to manage egos. I don't know if Phil Jackson is the greatest X's and O's guy. I don't thoroughly I don't think he is. I think he's more he's the Zen master, man. He can calm that he can calm anybody down. I would have I would have liked to see that twenty ten Laker team that beat the Celtics in the finals play the Heat, um, just because it was such contrasting basketball. And unlike the Pacers, they were really, really good offensively with Bynum and Gasol and Odom. I, I thought it would have been a really fun thing to watch that we never got to see. Never know. We've been deprived of Kobe <laughs> and LeBron in the finals. Like that's not going to happen. No. Do you remember when that was going? That that was supposed to happen every year, and then it never happened. Or like the well, year when they got Dwight Howard and Steve Nash. No, I'm talking about even before that when it used to be the puppet, the puppet commercials, and it was oh, like God, those are so horrible. And they were supposed to go to the finals and play every year, and then like LeBron never got there. Yeah, I mean it just it just never worked out. Um... Yeah, I just have to dream about it. Huh? I mean, this is fun times. So, I want to get back to Winslow because you know we're losers and we're excited because of the draft. Um, <laughs> Wait, hold on, Giancarlo. Did you know who Justice Winslow was? Yes, before? I did. Okay, I, I okay. did not. I I don't watch college. I've only watched UM games. That's all okay. I watch. Okay. But I did know. I, I did. I have seen him play UM, and I knew who he was. Okay, because you I, spent the draft podcast being like, okay, fill me in. Like, somebody yeah. tell me who this is. Well, I was drinking margaritas and oh, capirinhas okay. and vodka tonics. <laughs> okay. My draft experience was fun. I had fried fish, too. It was just great. I had such a good time. Yeah, I mean, I, I had three friends over, but I was like, listen, you can, you can drink, <laughs> I'm you working, can't bother damn me. It. Like, I'm, I'm doing stuff. So. Brian, what the hell were you doing? Not helping. 
Pretty much all my bed working on a header for you guys. Not helping. That's <laughs> what I hear. I tweeted a few things yeah, out. Yeah. <laughs> I did. Yeah, no, what I, sure. Yeah, good job, Brian. Okay, no, you sir. were great. No, no, oh, no, we heard his confidence. No, you were great. <laughs> Keep it up. So what? Screw you guys. No, no. <laughs> do, you, do you guys want promotion for you guys? Sorry. That's what I was doing. Oh, no, yeah, sure. Excuses. Okay, so, you know, you can do... Um, no, actually, I did want to talk about this. Luol Dang opts in, and I want to ask if you guys buy into the idea of he's going to help Winslow. Um, yeah, sure. I think so. What confused me yesterday was Mark Stein reported he was Oh, that's more fun to talk about. Forget that crappy conversation. What, what happened yesterday? Like, that was crazy. So, yeah, so Mark Stein reports that Dang's probably opting out along with Wade. I, I take a nap. I wake up, and my, I have texts from my parents – and they're like, what do you think about Lu Dang, Luol Dang opting in? I'm like, he opted out. And then I went on Twitter and they saw that, I guess, whatever happened, he changed his mind. Or um, It makes sense for the Heat. You wouldn't have been able to replace Luol Dang because... Were you, you of the camp that, that wanted to keep him? I didn't... I don't really... I don't care as much. Like, I, I think I think he's at $10 million, It's fine. And my thing was getting rid of him meant that we were absolutely keeping weight. I was positive of that. Now we have to kind of shed some salary because Mickey does not want to pay a high, high luxury tax. So that was my thought. Luol Deng is because he can help Winslow adjust the league. They can. Luol Deng's a great defender. It's it's not bad to have. I don't. We didn't need Winslow starting. Winslow would be great as a six man off the bench, and that's the way it should have been in the first place. So that's kind of why I made. That's why I'm okay with Deng staying. Brian, how did you feel? Um, personally, what he was mentioning um, with Luol Deng opting it, it makes a heat try to balance a juggling act that's much harder to get way to max salary, which people thought would be the solution in this whole contract negotiation mess. Um, it makes the Heat offering that almost unpos- impossible just because it would pay about God, what was the repeater tax I was reading from um, from Albert Random? It was like something like $150 million, which would be unprecedented in Heat history. I think they paid about $110 million when they had the 2011 team, which won that title that year, and they had Ray Allen, Shane Batty, all those people come together. So if you're paying an extra $40 million for a team that might not make a championship contender, will Mickey Arison buy into that? Who knows? Yeah, because yeah, that's, uh, that's what Albert was saying last night, that if it's if the, it's the payroll's at $100 million with the repeater tax, it's about $58 million in tax, so $158 million for that team. Um, yeah, see, the interesting thing with Wade is I heard that, the story I heard was that originally... The Heat had promised him the max contract, and then after the Whiteside acquisition and the Drogic trade, um, they actually kind of reneged on that deal, and that's when they offered him this low-ball deal. And that's why Wade's angry, and one didn't opt in, and two didn't, wouldn't, is probably not going to take a one-year max. I think the solution is probably where the Heat offer Wade a three-year, $47 million deal. It'll satisfy his requirements, and... Um, It'll still be enough to have uh, a max salary room for Whiteside next year. But all this, all these talks about Durant and, and stuff like that, um, that's not possible. And it's only happening if Wade takes a one-year deal and then he's off the books. And then you maybe you have maybe have a slot available and you could sign Wade back uh, using bird rights. But again, uh, yeah, yeah, it's just it's just really tricky. Yeah. So. I think that's I think that's what's gonna happen. I think 
Um, if they want to let Wade go out and explore the market, they can. It's not going to be that great. I was thinking of teams that have money that make sense. Um, the only ones I could really think of, like L.A. and New York don't make sense because he's not going to be able to win a championship there. And I don't think they're going to give him as much money as Miami would. Um, the Bucks have a ton of money, which is where he went to college, but I really don't see that happening. And maybe a team like the Clippers made sense, but after their moves to get Lance Stevenson and doesn't seem like that's going to happen. So, in all likelihood, Wade will come back. The leverage is Cleveland. Well, that see, that's so the leverage there is out of complete spite. The most money Cleveland could offer him is the mini mid level exception at three point four million. Not well. I mean, they might clear that Haywood contract. Have be Haywood. It have to be Tristan Thompson. Yeah, and Kevin Love um, getting rid of their bird rights so they wouldn't be able to resign them. And yeah, which is which isn't happening. Renouncing their rights practically, which would only enable them to sign Wade, and you're talking about a team that was didn't win the championship and had Tristan Thompson and Kevin Love as their only two really starting bigs, and then you're replace it with Wade, that doesn't seem like a team that would win a championship. I don't understand why Cleveland would want Dwayne, because he'd kind of kill their spacing, um, and I don't think he doesn't help enough defensively to, I mean, he's an upgrade, Is he? I mean, probably better than Irving at this point, but still, I mean... Yeah. If, yeah. if you've watched the negotiations, you've seen kind of how it's went. Uh, Wade isn't satisfied with, with what the Heat offer him, so he starts throwing out Cleveland. Um, Cleveland makes Heat fans angry. Um, they want him back. Then then when people are starting to realize that Cleveland doesn't make any sense at all because of both of what you said and, and in terms of having to renounce all those people to have the room, they throw out L.A. because L.A. is L.A. and they have and they have calorie, uh, calorie, salary cap space. Calorie. And... And, uh, I actually do want to get into the Cavs right now because it's being said that they could move Brendan Haywood's expiring to San Antonio to create some sort of a trade exception. Why on earth would the Cavs help create a monster team of Leonard, Aldridge, Duncan, and Parker? Well, one, there's – man, that's a good question because I Why guess – Why in the hell would you want to see that in the finals? I guess the Cavs are thinking if they can get a good piece back, maybe a Boris Diaz. Patty or Mills is what the, like it's being reported. Like, why would you do that for Patty Mills? There, well, one, there's no guarantee. Well, I guess if the Spurs are making that trade, they are getting Aldridge, right? Because they yeah. wouldn't make the trade until they have a. Um, why would anybody help them do that? Is what I'm asking. Like, I think I think the Cavs were two wins away. They they saw what they needed against the Warriors, and they think you know having another shooter. And a big helps them. And if they they think if they, they think if they're healthy, they would they probably would have won last year, which isn't the case. But they can think whatever they want. And I and I just find it funny that now <laughs> Kevin Kevin Love has missed two chunks of seasons now. One with I think he had the wrist injury in Minnesota. Now he's got the shoulder injury to miss the whole playoffs. And Kyrie Irving is the glass man. We need to make this an official nickname. He is made of glass. He's always hurt. Um, they can make fun of Dwayne Wade and all the games he's missed. Dwayne missed Dwayne missed one playoff game in the four years with LeBron, and I think the only other game he missed was that stupid Piston series where he missed the game with the hip. And his ribs, probably, it was ribs, bro. Yeah, ribs. It cost us a chance 2005 finals against. Ryan, the is there anyone in free agency that you want in specific that you say that guy's a four? Like, cons- with the with the assumption that they bring Dwayne back at 16 million, that they get Drogic for 18 to 20. Um, was there a guy that you'd realistically want or, or that they should go after other than Dunleavy because he's kind of the obvious? 
the two people I was targeting before all this actually happened was Wesley Matthews and Danny Green. Yeah, well, Wesley Matthews is but gone. That, that's not going to be realistic. Um, they're both they're both probably going to command at least ten million salaries or more. Who, who would pay Danny Green ten million dollars? Everybody. And and in, in, in this NBA current NBA, would you pay him ten million dollars? Yes. Man, what yes. team? What team? What team right now? A team in this like office? Sacramento might do it. Man, but why would Sacramento want to pay a, a guy like that? Like, that's a guy that you get if you're the Clippers. Like, he would have been good for the Clippers. Maybe he's going to the Clippers. I mean, uh, look, he's got, yeah, he has his title. So what else does he want? It's outside of money. Yeah, I mean, Dallas has been involved with both of those guys. With what I think they might get one of the two. Can someone um, explain to me why Dallas wants DeAndre Jordan? Uh, yeah, I don't get it without a point guard. I think DeAndre Jordan is, you know, he needs a point guard to get him the ball. They really also, want him, and they have Tyson Chandler, who, when they had Tyson Chandler, a better version of this, uh, like, they weren't really going anywhere. Well, they're going to they're gonna end up doing uh, two signing trades and trade them for each other. I think Jordan will end up in Dallas, and Tyson Chandler will end up in L.A. Isn't that a win for L.A.? Um, well, I don't think they'll see it as a win. They want to keep DeAndre Jordan. They no, like for him, the but... long term, obviously. But for the short term, you have a guy who's a better defender who can still catch and finish. Um, and your window's closing. I mean, Chris Paul's not going to be point guard forever. And yeah. No, I, I'm with you. I mean, I don't. And you tie up less money in a guy that shouldn't get that much money. I don't see DeAndre Jordan as the – I mean, people were always saying, oh, maybe, you know, Hassan, maybe he could become De- – like, Hassan's already better than DeAndre Jordan. So I don't really know – you know, pe- people love big dunks and blocks, and that's what they – you know, they like the highlight guys. DeAndre's kind of, rim protection numbers aren't great. I know, but what I'm saying is they show it on SportsCenter. Oh, no, of course, so you yeah. Get, you get this feeling that he's a great defender, and he's he's, not, he's a great rebounder, but not a great defender. What are you laughing yeah, at, DeAndre Brian? Jordan is a clickbait of NBA players. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. It's oh, true. I, see, I think for the Heat, I, I really don't know if they and do end up signing Wade for a lot. You know, if they give him the max or, you know, I don't think they're going to – maybe they won't use the mini mid-level. But guys that I would target besides Dunleavy are – I like maybe giving – maybe giving Darrell Wright another chance in Miami. I like My Gerald, boy, Darrell. I like, <laughs> I like Gerald Green. Get Q Rich uh, back too. Alan Anderson makes sense. Uh, even I know it's crazy, but for one year, I'd give Jason Terry uh, a minute. Yeah, I saw you tweeting that. He didn't play bad in the playoffs last year. I doubt nope. he'd come here over his dead body. Um, <laughs> he actually wanted to come here a few times. Literally. We, just, we just rejected him. Oh, um, that's right. I remember. Yeah, he wanted to come here, and we were like, Fun see you times. later, Jason. Um, Jason, as we say in Miami. Yeah, so I, I think if, um, you know, you find you find a three-point shooter out of the mix, um because I think what you need to try to do is do something that Rodney Stuckey did last year, where you take a guy who hasn't been as good, give him a minimum contract, uh, and let him let play him earn well, it. Let him earn he'll, it. he'll make a lot of more money next year. Um, I, I want to close on that because uh, you guys will probably hear this tomorrow, but today is the women's uh, semifinal for the World Cup, and uh, I got to get going out of here. And uh, it's a short podcast today, guys, 30 minutes. But uh, we're going to be on again once free agency really gets started and we see uh, who who the Heat are targeting and, and all that stuff. So we'll get back to you probably next week. Um, uh, guys, do you want to give out your Twitter handles before uh, before we go? You go first, Harrison. Uh, yeah, it's just at H-L-C-Y-T-R-Y-N. And you can follow me at 
by Brian Going. That's B-Y-B-R-I-A-N-G-O-I-N-S. Follow our account at He Beat Miami. Uh, we're going to be really active as opposed to before that we wouldn't even use it. And <laughs> so we're going to be doing that. And uh, Brian, do you want to give our, our audience maybe a little more information on when the relaunch and the redesign's coming? Because your relaunch will happen definitely before the season, maybe by preseason. Uh, right now we're working on the comment section that's being finalized within the coming days and we're pretty much working on getting up a beta site within the coming month. Awesome. Okay, so we got a lot going. Um, you'll see a lot more of Harrison and different voices on the podcast. Uh, as you've heard before, Jack Alfonso. We're probably going to do well, what I want to do is maybe get other uh, writers from other NBA cities so we can really talk basketball. So it'll be a lot of fun next season. All right, guys? Thank you very, very much. We won't wait. <laughs> Pay the man. USA. Yes, yes. USA. Yes. USA. We won Wade. We won Wade. Brian, don't be a communist. <laughs>